Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, October 13th. Here are election 2020 updates from today's show. Few masks were inside on Monday as President Trump returned to the campaign trail and once again downplayed the coronavirus. The president criticized public health guidance, saying the cure could not be worse than the problem itself. If you want to get out there, he said, get out there. Trump dubiously claimed that he is now immune, though none of his doctors have said that. And he added, quote, this is a real quote, I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women. Everybody, I'll just give you a fat kiss. Trump's return to the campaign trail with back-to-back-to-back rallies for the rest of the week is being entirely driven by Trump himself. His schedule so far reflects the frenetic energy of a man trying to not just outrun a deadly illness, but outrun looming electoral defeat. After rallies the first half of this week in Florida, Pennsylvania, and Iowa, his first trip there of the general election, Trump is expected to return to Florida on Thursday and Friday, as well as hold more rallies over the weekend, probably in Ohio and Wisconsin. The president is also looking to schedule the rally soon in North Carolina. Joe Biden campaigned on Monday in Ohio, a state Trump won easily four years ago, but Obama and Biden carried twice in 2008 and 2012. Biden's going today to Florida, which polls show is neck and neck. Biden said in Toledo that Trump's reckless personal conduct since his diagnosis has been unconscionable. The former vice president tested negative yesterday for the coronavirus, his seventh negative test since the day Trump announced his diagnosis. Meanwhile, White House physician Sean Conley said yesterday that the president recently tested negative on, quote, consecutive days, although he did not specify which days. Eric Trump, the president's son, last night canceled a campaign event that was scheduled for this afternoon at a Michigan gun shop after one of its former employees was linked to the domestic terror plot against Governor Gretchen Whitmer. One of the 13 men arrested last week and charged with planning to kidnap the governor and overthrow the government worked earlier this year on the shooting range at Huron Valley Guns in New Hudson, Michigan, where the president's son was going to headline what was billed as a Make America Great Again rally. The store posted on Facebook last night that the suspect was fired after three weeks on the job because they found him, quote, a little odd, and he would show up for work in a lot of tactical gear. The gun store said in its Facebook post that changing the venue to another gun store was the right call because, quote, the governor would have had a field day against the Trump campaign. They would accuse the administration of sending his son to a facility where terrorists work and train, end quote. Meanwhile, voting continues in America. Voters waited for as long as 10 hours yesterday across Atlanta and surrounding suburbs to cast their ballots on the first day of early voting in Georgia, leading some to give up and raising questions about whether election officials are prepared for what's shaping up to be a historic early voting season. The scenes in Georgia were reminiscent of the problem-plagued primary that they already had in June when limited polling locations and a rocky rollout of new machines caused voting backups across the state. Some allege that this is voter suppression in another form. But on Monday, a huge turnout appeared to be a major force in driving the long lines, along with scattered reports of technical problems. Where the lines were longest was the state's heavily Democratic strongholds around Atlanta, Augusta, Savannah, and Macon. Hours-long waits were also reported in smaller, more conservative counties, including Loundis and Floyd. By last night, 
the state said at least 120,000 voters had cast their ballots on the first day. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 every weekday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.